It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash. the turn, Dinah Patty the leader, Black Opium trying hard, but Dinah Patty's going to win the maturity in Australian Cup double, and win by two and a half lengths, Black Opium third home is delivered. Andrea, another Australian Cup, this time with Dinah Patty. What makes it so special winning this one? Oh, well, when she got in front and I'm standing behind the boxes watching, I can't even describe it to be honest. It's just, it's just so exciting, you know. You, you put so much time into the dogs, you know. You know the big days coming up, coming up, and you sort of think, no, oh, there's plenty of other good dogs like my Redeemer, you know, wins the Melbourne Cup, and you know she's up against the best of the best, you know. And when she got in front, and I'm thinking, oh, please keep going, keep going, and I could see Black Opium right behind her, the seven, yeah, yeah, Black Opium, right behind her, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, please don't get, please don't catch her, please don't catch her. But luck happens, she was strong enough, and she got there. So yes, I was, yeah, jumping for joy behind the boxes. I can imagine. Now, what expectation did you have heading into the race? I know you said there were some phenomenal dogs in there, but did you give her a sneaky chance off box one? I did. I, as soon as we got box one, we were very excited, you know. Like, she likes box one, so which is good. But, um, you know, I mean, anything can happen on the night. So, yeah, it was just, you, you just, she's got box one, that's one step, and when she got out in front, it was sort of, yeah, yeah, the heart sort of started. So, yeah, it was good. Now, what I loved as well is seeing how excited and I suppose nervous Corey was as well, getting the chance to handle a Group 1 winner. Is it a special mother-daughter experience for you guys? Yes, it is. It was, it was funny because she handled her in the heat last week and I got a phone call late at night and I hear, I hear Mum, can I handle Patty in the cup? And I said, yes, you can. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's good. I, I love seeing her taking the dogs out because she absolutely loves the dogs and she does the best job. I mean, we would all be lost without her. She's, yeah, what we forget, she remembers. Thank God for that. But, um, yeah, she's, she's got a really good memory. So, you know, if you, as soon as you forget something, say, Corey, what happened here? What's, you know, she knows. She's, she's great. So did we hear it here first? It's going to be a Dinah Patty corey combination from now on? More than likely, she won't hand her back. And, unless it's her weekend off and she wants to go out. <laughs> well, Andrea, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on another Australian Cup. Thank you very much. Andrea Daly, there off the back of the Australian Cup win on the weekend. You're with Andrew Hughes. This is Off the Leash with thanks to Greyhound Racing Victoria on RSN 927. Let's welcome along, of course, the voice you heard in that interview, Molly Haynes and George Ferruja to co-host the show. Uh, Molly, a very exuberant Andrea Daly there. Yeah, she was ecstatic. And I tell you what, listening back to that interview, I can't help but smile. She was so excited. And I just think that raw emotion that she showcased on Saturday night after that win was, uh, you know, was just so great to be a part of. As she should, too, uh, winning three of the last four uh, Australian Cups. And, and five in total. Amazing. Amazing effort by Team Daly. But doesn't it show you what a family effort it is? Uh, there's so many people behind the scenes who contribute to a, to a win like that. And, look, she's pushed her prize money to over 500000 She had to pull out all the stops to win that race. She went 17.58, which, as you know, Molly is a really elite back sectional. She needed to do that with a gun like Black Opium sitting behind her. And, of course, deliver 
uh, giving the Thompsons uh, second and third prize money, which uh, is no mean feat either. Another 100,000 uh, jumps in. So well done to them. But Dinah Patty was just too good. Yeah, she was. And I spoke to Andrea's husband, Tom, during the week and before the Australian Cup. And he, he said that was, there was a lot of strategy and planning behind this Australian Cup win, which is really good to hear. You know, she wasn't, like you said, in the best form heading into the Australian Cup series. Yeah. But after a, a real quick twi- trial at Ballarat, um, I believe they chucked her in at the Meadows to make sure she was confident on the track. And, and they succeeded on Saturday night. And I, I truly couldn't be, be happier. But also, um, we need to congratulate Bright Services, who snared $10,000 courtesy of the Meadows Greyhound Community Funds. Uh, they were paired up with Dinah Patty, which is very, very exciting for them. But charities who were paired up with the other seven Greyhounds, they received $2,000 from the Meadows as well. So great initiative by yeah, the track. Yeah, it is. And, you know, community groups, $10,000 means the world to them. Yeah. Um, and we like to give something back uh, at the Meadows to local communities because they give back to us. Uh, we often see them there on a Wednesday. We'll see them there today as well where they, they come out and watch the dogs and um, it's a really good relationship and uh, it's fantastic. $24,000 giveaway uh, cash on the night, which is uh, great for the sport. Of course, if they follow the Watchdog app, they can turn that 10 into 20, but no, no, maybe not. Uh, good to have uh, some money coming their way. Uh, now let's talk about the uh, Fantabale Super Stayers because this was an upset blue moon rising at around $30 plus taking that feature. Yeah, it was a huge surprise. I think George and I both said we couldn't see Tornado Tears being beaten. I think I think that's what you said anyway. I know that's what I said. But um, Blue Moon Rising, New South Wales Greyhound, trained by John and Minnie Finn. That John gave me so much confidence in this dog when we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. after, well, as soon as they were put in the boxes, I was standing next to, next to Jason Adams and I said, oh, God, I wouldn't mind having a little bit on this Blue Moon Rising and come out and won. Yeah, at 31s, it was out to about 51s before the race as well. And look, I thought the only danger was Double G because he was drawn so well, the Queenslander. But um, unfortunately, Double G and Tornado Tears uh, just had a bit of a bumping duel, cost themselves lengths um, earlier in the race. And Blue Moon Rising was able to take advantage of that. It was a terrific win. He's been in super form. Uh, unlike uh, Poco Dorado, who seems to race a lot better at Wentworth Park, he's yeah. come to the Meadows and just uh, taken to it like a duck to water. Blue Moon Rising, and it was a fantastic victory. 100 grand to the winner. What a great litter, Fernando Bale, uh, Chica Destacada as well. Oh, and Chica Destacada was a great greyhound to watch too. So, like you said about Poco Dorado, she. I think they had high expectations of her whenever she comes to Melbourne. I think two or three times she's come here and she just hasn't been able to to, to perform like she does at Wentworth Park. So I think they'll be very, very excited to, to get her back to Wendy. Yeah, for sure. Even though she ran second in a stay as Top Gun here, uh, it happens, uh, you know, over all three codes. Some of them just don't travel as well uh, compared to their home state. All right, we're about to talk about the Horsham Cup. We had the heats, of course, uh, on Tuesday night, uh, shortly uh, Andrew Paraskevis will take our call as a guest. Now, um, some of the talking points from the Horsham Cup. Uh, Now, the name of Andrew's Greyhound, is it Nervous and Weird? That's an interesting name, Molly. That is correct. I believe it's... Andrew's a music fan, and I know I've been told this 101 times, but I actually forget... Everclear. Everclear. 
the band Everclear. So, is it um, before my time? Is that why I'm not getting it? Or well, yeah, oh, geez, I'm not that old either. <laughs> I hadn't heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, look, yeah, band from the '90s, and um, I think some of the lyrics and some of the the song names are, are what he bases all his um, his names of his uh, his dogs on. It was so, nervous and, and weird. Hollow? Is that a yeah? Hungry and Hollow comes from a, a famous song of theirs. So, I suppose nervous and weird's probably not. You'd think a great name for a greyhound in a sense that they don't want him to be nervous and weird on the track, but uh, this greyhound's anything but. Exactly. Now, I'll quickly run through the tab odds for Saturday night's Horsham Cup. In box number one is Nervous and Weird at $3.60. Aston it is at $31. Axel Footloose at 18 Baruga Brett $4.60. Orson Allen at $2.70. Blue Striker $15. Buy Me Diamonds 31 And Italian Plastic at $4. The two reserves. Street Outlaw at $7 and Major Riot also at $7. Now, the heats were just last night. God, Orson Allen impressed me so quick early, and he just he was phenomenal. Another incredible performance by this Greyhound. Uh, he's been up for a little while, hasn't he? He's yeah. been on a long campaign from the Cranbourne Cup, then a couple of weeks in a row at the Meadows, and then for him, after the quick backup, um, was outstanding. Again, nearly broke sectional records, nearly broke the track record. It's almost like a carbon copy of his Cranbourne Cup effort. But yeah. again, and I'm sure Corey wouldn't be happy with this, <laughs> he's drawn box five. I mean, if he was box one, he'd be really tomato sauce odds, that's for sure. Oh, exactly. I mean, you may as well have uh, the five box tattooed on him to tell you the truth. He's in it that often, but I still think uh, he's, if he's jumping in front, I really find him hard to beat. Yeah, look, obviously the fly in the ointment for him is that uh, probably will be in the back of Connections mind is that Baruga Brett matched him in that Tem Lee and um, he's drawn on the inside of him, but Baruga Brett hasn't been beginning as well in his last couple of starts. I think the Greyhound, with that's a sneaky chance, he's probably Italian plastic of box eight. I think his last six weeks of racing have been un- unbelievable and as we know, Greyhounds in form, uh, Mole, are really, really hard to yeah, no, they are. And look, nervous and weird. Um, we're, like you mentioned before, Andrew, we're going to be talking to Andrew Paraskevis, the trainer. The, I spoke to Andrew before the heats and, you know, he was quietly confident in what the dog could do and he was um, more than happy with his preparation. He ran second in the Group 2 Bull Eye Cup to Pindari Express, who's a bit of a freak of an animal, went 27-22 um, in his heat. So, you know, not a shabby heat. It was a smaller field, which I do think suited him um, first look at Horsham. Yeah, I think the advantage for him is he went 6.43 early, Orson Allen went 6.45, so he's going to have to um, pull out had a, a little bit of a, a nice little cushy lead early. He doesn't have much speed around him with Aston. It is drawn on his immediate right, and Axel Footloose is a good greyhound, but won't match him for speed. So he'll get his opportunity drawing beautifully. Yeah, Aston it is. She won at, um, or he won, I should say, at, at decent odds. I think it was, was it upwards of $12 maybe? Yeah, I know it, it was. was uh, running down Dinah Hunter uh, yeah. in a, a terrific battle, and of course Dinah Hunter is a, a, a country cup winner, so it was a terrific effort by Aston it is. We haven't seen much of that greyhound, but... No, it's um, been in New South Wells the past couple of starts. I yeah, in his best form, he's certainly capable. Yeah, and a, a, a son of Swede it is, and so we, we love seeing these greyhounds go around. Axel Footloose, though, Group 1 National Derby winner at Wenty last month. He's owned in South Australia, so his derby win was a bit of a, was a very national experience. Trained in Victoria, owned in South Australia, yeah. won in New South Wales. I do have to credit that little statistic from James. Um, he, he made sure I was well across that, but <laughs> he, I was trying to describe him last night to James, and I just I think he's a, an opportunistic dog. He relies on luck, but he uses it too. He doesn't it like if he's got space, he'll use it. It's not 
it's not just luck, and that's why I thought opportunist is, is a better way to describe it. Yeah, and there's certainly no luck yesterday. I mean, he had to run down Belt Up Bubs, who's exactly. a terrific greyhound, and, and you'd think a greyhound that would love Horsham, and he probably still does, but um, Axel Footloose uh, beat him fair and square, that was for sure. Yeah, and Baruga Brett ran second to a Italian Plastic, who absolutely flew the lids. I'm, I'm really excited to see what Baruga Brett can do next start um, at Horsham, because I think another look for, for Bretty will, uh, will really help him. Yeah, and, that, and that's going to be probably as we said in the back of uh, Corey Grenfeld's mind that Baruga Brett can hop out and really run some splits so whether he's going to be able to hold him out that's going to be the, the question mark for Orson Allen who again was unbelievable 26.93 the record's 26.87 yeah. so he's not far away again look he's just got um, once he's finished got stud dog written all over him this Orson Allen he's an absolute star absolutely and like we've mentioned in the show um, in previous weeks where he's just got that outside cross that's really going to work for him too he's not Fernando Bale, which is going to work really well in his yeah. favour when he goes to stud. But um, Blue Striker, in I'm really liking his form at the moment. I really, really enjoyed his run at the Meadows when he defeated Dinah Chancer on Saturday night, which is Australian Cup or Australian Cup night. Yeah, had some good dogs behind him that day, didn't he? Uh, and look, I, he's one of my favourites. Um, I, I, I punted him and I, I mentioned it on the radio. I thought he was a really good thing on, on Saturday off box one and he seemed to race similar, didn't he? He jumped to the front and there was some real challenges behind him, but he really sticks on strong. Box six, he's probably not going to help him. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to uh, contend with that with some speed drawn on his inside. But look, he's a terrific, terrific greyhound. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if he finished in the top three. No, and, and by me diamonds, I was really impressed with this greyhound too. Run second to Orson Allen. Still went, by running second, still went faster than two of the other heats. So it's a, I mean, it's a credit to what Orson Allen did as well. So I, I just don't know whether I like the chances in the Horsham Cup, though. Yeah, look, this is a step up for him. As good as that heat run was, um, I'm not sure where he's going to be situated um, heading into that first corner, so I think he'll be long odds. Yeah, and we, we both said that we didn't. We thought um, Italian Plastic was, you know, a, a very good chance in the Horsham Cup. They're, the owners, the Catching Pen Syndicate, I know, are generally always on course to celebrate these wins with trainer Harry Manolitis. Loves Box 8, went fast early. Went fast overall. I'm really, really um, yeah. excited to see what he can do on Saturday. Hasn't got a bad team, Harry, does he? Italian plastic <laughs> Flynn, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> elevated. I mean, wow, it's a pretty a small team, but a, a full a chock full of uh, quality. Exactly. So, who are you tipping? Oh, I just, I just don't know. I, ha- I think I have to go Orson Allen. I think he's got the early speed to to lead and the fastest overall time. I think if he can do a little bit what he did in the. Um, Cranbourne Cup, then the Horsham Cup's his. He's, he's, he can't do anything wrong at a box rise, but if he doesn't and he, he steps cleanly, he's going to have to overcome the inside draw of uh, um, Nervous and Weird, but I think he'd be very hard to beat Orson Allen. It's RSN 927's Off the Leash. We'll continue to talk shortly about the Horsham Cup because uh, Andrew Paraskevis will take our call, but uh, you may have heard on this program and other GRV outlets over many, many weeks, the reinforcement of uh, fire preparations and what can happen. And uh, sadly, of course, as we know, the state uh, was uh, ravaged by fire in recent days and does continue. But thankfully, as far as we know, all greyhounds are safe and the uh, plans and all of the um, readiness of clubs and those involved in the industry, uh, Molly, worked uh, fantastic in making sure that, well, not a meeting was lost, and uh, everything seemed to be terrific in the way people went about uh, 
safeguarding their greyhounds and their properties. Yeah, look, it was a real team atmosphere when it came to these fires and and getting the greyhounds and actually other pet dogs too, just safe at um, the Gippsland Club. So phenomenal effort by everyone involved. We're we're so glad that things are are calming down. But there are more than 300 greyhounds as well, like I mentioned, other breeds breeds of dogs who were at the Gippsland Clubs. And I spoke to Adrian Scott, the manager of um, Warrigal this morning, and he said as far as he's aware, all of the the dogs are gone from the tracks now, so um, that that must mean you know good thoughts. Look, I think there's a lot of um, unpleasant things that happen on social media, um, but I think this was one of the positives because yeah. I've seen so many great things on social media where people were offering to lend a hand, yeah. and it gave people the info they needed to um, to find a home. Um, uh, it was just great, and I think everyone was on the front foot pretty quickly, um, and hopefully uh, the worst is behind us. Now, uh, just uh, before Andrew uh, takes our call to talk about his Horsham Cup greyhound, um, Molly and George, some news on a few greyhounds that are uh, retiring. Yes, we were told last night on the catching pen that Myra Dima has been retired. He is the Melbourne Cup winner. He was also the Australian Cup favourite. Ha- Group 1 Harrison Dawson winner as well. He had 51 starts for 25 wins and 12 minor placings. He was a great dog, George. <laughs> he was. Uh, when I spoke to David Gill before the Australian Cup, he said that he wasn't going to have a start for a f- uh, really long time just to um, serve some of these females that are coming into season. I'm not 100% convinced that we've seen the last of him on I the racetrack. Um, he might have an, a tilt at trying to win back-to-back Melbourne Cups. I'm not sure. But while the weather's good and uh, a lot of females are coming into heat, I think um, this is an opportunity, my redeemer, to get 40 or 50 litres on the ground and um, you know that'll set him up for the, for the, for the future, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. Now, talking of um, females in heat, uphill Jill. I know you've been wanting your girl strike a light to come <laughs> yeah. in season, but Jill beat her to the punch. She did. Uh, it's always a battle between them. I might go home and see that uh, Stryker's on season because she doesn't like getting beaten. But uh, it's fantastic news for connections of Uphill Jill. She'll be going to Fernando Bale. Um, and that'll create a, a really similar cross to what we see with My Redeemer, of course. And um, expect some uh, little puppies in about nine or ten weeks' time. Have you already named the pup that you're going to get? Not yet, no. <laughs> Let's hope she has a happy and healthy litter and uh, God, we'll be looking after her, that's for sure. This is Off the Leash for Greyhound Racing Victoria on RSN 927. Well, that is uh, nervous and weird, uh, of course, um, ever clear. Uh, World of Noise, first time I've heard that track and George knew of it, Molly not so at all, but our next guest certainly does know of the uh, tune because his greyhound, I gather, is named after that track and we're talking about Nervous and Weird and Andrew Paraskevis takes our call on Off the Leash. Andrew, um, the audio there and the track, tell us the story behind your greyhound, the affiliation with that uh, band from a few decades ago. Uh, nervous and weird, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's a song. Um, I try and name all the dogs or the vast majority of them after sort of ever, ever clear related themes, like whether it be songs or album titles or lyrics or whatever it may be. So, yeah, there's nothing specific, like as in the dog's not nervous nor weird, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, just the song that I just really like the name, so we just used it on him. Yeah, no, I remember when Nervous and Weird first had um, had his first start. And I wrote a story. Uh, wrote a story, and I think I n- named it. 
Oh, it must have been. Um, oh, do you know what? Now I've forgotten, but it doesn't matter. It was the opposite of nervous and weird, but we're talking nervous and weird. He put in a super super performance in the Horsham Cup heats last night. Did you expect him to go so well, Andrew? Um, look, to be honest with you, Molly, you can never be too confident going into a race of that nature, like a cup heat of any sort. Like, So, look, his lead-up runs through Bulleye were good. Like, he's been going really well. Um, he put in a terrific run in the final at Bulleye just to get run over by probably, a, you know, a stronger dog on the night. Um, so, yeah, look, we expected him to be competitive, but like I said, you don't want to ever go into a race like that too confident. Andrew, uh, George Ferugia here. Congratulations on last night uh, for the victory. Uh, you would have seen Orson Allen clock a, a really fast 26.93 and Italian Plastic 27.17. But I suppose the box draw certainly has played in your favour. Um, you've got box one. But not, not only that, mate, 6.43 to the first mark. So obviously one of the strengths of your dog is you can get out and go. Uh, how are you feeling about your chances going into Saturday night? Um, to be honest, George, uh, it's, I had a look at the field last night when I got home at one in the morning and I just couldn't believe the strength yeah. like you've got a you know group one winners in three and four Orson Allen's you know been thereabouts in every single group race in the last six months um, and is an absolute rocket um, then you've got you know the six who's been in group racing and the talent plastic who just keeps going from strength to strength uh, every time he steps out he just goes to another level so I mean it's yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult to, you know, sort of compete with these types of dogs. But, look, he's, he's drawn exceptionally well. Um, and like you said, he's got a bit of early speed. So he'll hopefully be able to put himself in the race. Um, there's probably not a, a great deal of speed. Um, you know, the red will probably give him the opportunity to hunt up. But, you know, there's a lot, a lot of top quality dogs in there. So he's just going to have to pull out his, his best to sort of be competitive. Yeah, that there is, Andrew. Now... I know, I know it's hard to pick, but who do you think your biggest threat is in this Horsham Cup? You mentioned there's some really exciting greyhounds, but what's one greyhound you just think, oh, God, it's going to be hard to get over the top of? Um, we probably don't have to, we've probably just got to try and, you know, sort of get out in front and hope he holds on. But, look, Orson Allen would have to be the one that stands out, obviously. Um, Lucky Trotter Cranbourne was phenomenal. Um, and it, it's probably very, very similar to us. Like, it can run, you know, exceptional sections, but it's, Run homes, you know, probably far. Like I, I would have thought he'd run home probably four lengths quicker than us yesterday. So, like, if that's anywhere near the lead, it's obviously going to be the toughest to beat. But like I said, you know, it's full of just full of class. Like, you know, you got Baruga Bread in there, who's won a couple of Group Ones lately. Axel Footloose, you know, Italian Plastic, even like Blue Striker. If it, it gets a you know a run around the outside, it's going to be hard to hold off too. So it's it's a very very strong race. Andrew, you've had a lot of success with this Basia Bale father of mine litter. She's been a terrific, terrific producer, um, and they've won a lot of feature races. Do you have any young dogs coming through that we can uh, follow in the near future for the punters out there? Uh, George, we probably don't, to be completely honest. Um, we've got a couple of young dogs um, in the kennels at the moment, but apart from that, there are a couple of um, dogs out of another litter by Kinlock Bray. They haven't hit the track yet, but um, probably the only ones that we've got coming through we've got a couple of like really young litters um but nowhere near racing at the moment but um you know they're only four or five months old but they look the part already like one of them um we've got a litter we've got three or four dogs here by elgon senor out of my mahi mahi um and they've already taken my eye they look terrific um but yeah as far as one's ready to hit the track no we don't have a a lot sort of coming coming through behind the the barsha bales at the moment
Good luck with your uh, Greyhound. Um, down the track, do you have the next name or song in the back <laughs> of your mind that you can give our listeners an exclusive? Or In all honesty, no, I, I don't. I, I do have a list, and we, we've got one of the Kinlock Braves to name in the coming weeks, and I've, I've been meaning to do that for the past month and haven't got around to it yet. So, um, But no, I, I don't. But look... Uh, We've used up half of them so far, so hopefully they can produce a couple more albums and I can get some more names out of them. All the best uh, with your greyhound, Andrew. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Andrew Paraskevis there. Um, Molly, sometimes sports have play-on music and that and a lot of trendy modern ways of doing things. Maybe down the track uh, that could happen. Look, it might be the way to go. I, I think I'd be probably going... Um, I might be having to name some dogs after Robbie Williams. I'm a huge Robbie Williams fan. Maybe she's the one. Oh, Better man. I think we'll um, stick to Everclear. Angels. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, uh, the Watchdog play on theme is money, money, money from ABBA. Uh, it certainly continues to go great guns. Um, how did the Watchdog go at Cranbourne? Yeah, look, yesterday at Cranbourne uh, tipped uh, six of the 12 winners, uh, including uh, the $2.30 winner, Mighty Max Gone. Actually, we tipped that on RSN too, so it was a popular winner, Mighty Max Gone, that's for sure. And look, don't forget to download the Watchdog. Uh, watchdog app uh, for your up-to-date fields, race times and scratching something I don't go out without in the morning but while I'm doing um, my selections uh, for radio. So it's a fantastic little app which uh, will continue to improve as uh, we go along. All right, the litter of the week, Molly. I have chosen an Aston DB Onassis, I think that's Onassis. Onassis. Yeah. Onassis. I knew mm-hmm. that you'd correct me. Now, this litter is bred by Shona Thompson. Onassis is a litter sister to Desposito, who won the Group Two Great Chase final at the Meadows, Meadows in October 2017. Yeah. She's raced in Hobart. She's had wins over the 400 and 500. This is her first litter. They were born on the 22nd of Jan. And the reason this sparked my interest is obviously Shona trained Ashton. Aston DB holds him at stud. Um, and as well um, owns and trains Desposito. So um, very excited to see what this litter can do. There were four males, four males and three females. I doubt any will be for sale. Well, I was going to ask if there were any for sale. Um, that's a really well-bred uh, female. Onassis is Black Magic Opal out of Al Brooklyn, who also made an Australian Cup final. So beautifully bred. Fantastic. Now, for all your latest litters, be sure to check out the latest edition of the Greyhound Monthly. Or in our Gap Dog of the Week at the moment, Molly, we're not happy that this Greyhound has not been adopted yet. No, her name is Jan. She's did you form- real? Did that go over your head? Did that? It went over my not, not happy, happy Jan. Jan. There you oh go. gosh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've got holidays on the mind, but yes, Jan, <laughs> yeah. that is a good one. She's a four-year-old black female. She raced under the name New Fire Jan. She's back from a stay in foster care, which is always a positive when you're adopting these greyhounds. The Gap Girls tell me she's quiet and calm in nature, and she's gained a lot of confidence just from being in foster care. She'll suit a home with kids over the age of 10 and likes company of another dog. So if you're interested in um, bringing Jan into your home, be sure to go to gap.grv.org.au. But I do have to quickly mention um, the Greyhound Community Day is going to be at Sandown Park on March 23. We'll hear more about it in the shows to come. Terrific. Uh, good luck with your special day from the Off the Leash team. Thank you. There's only a few of us here anyway on the Off the Leash team. We thought we'd say that. <laughs> we That's do right. have one extra. Um, I've got my sister, Georgia. She's come all the way over to Perth just to listen to us in the Fantastic. studio today. <laughs> Great. George and Molly, more information on the GRV website. This has been Off the Leash. Thanks for listening.
Want to hear Off The Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.